Welcome to the PopGo Project Podcast, a platform for the discussion and discovery of arts and entertainment. We focus on highlighting people and events that add value to the world around us. Visit us on all social media platforms by searching The PopGo Project or visit our website at thepopgoproject.com. Welcome to the show and thank you so much for listening. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Contact Keller's today and get your yard cleaned up before that dirty old man winter comes. I hate to say it, but he's on his way. The mornings are cold. They're frigid. I don't like it. I'm turning the uh, the steering wheel warmer on. I'm, I'm putting the seat warmers on. It's, it's just miserable. But contact Keller's today. And if you're looking for snow removal services during the winter months, they can take care of that for you too. Do not break your back this winter and leave the heavy lifting to the professionals at Keller's family owned and operated. Their team is looking forward to serving you Keller's garden center and landscaping services located on Kern street in Exeter near blue ribbon dairy. Find them on social media to learn more. Wesley Willis, right? Oh, okay. This yeah. is the Rock and Roll McDonald's. Can you get that? I rock think I think I can. I think we got it. We're all good. We got it. What, what happened? Oh God! Uh, so this meeting is being recorded. Yeah, so we're pop right. up. We're good. Up. We're good. Yeah, you won't. No one sees that. That's just for My safety purposes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. It's for your safety, not mine. So just in case you didn't know, this is being recorded. Cool. Pay attention. Well, guys, the gentlemen of Sunhaven, how you doing? We made it. We're here. So we've been talking for like two years now. Yeah, jeez, that's wild. I was yeah. I was introduced to uh, your song from uh, the Stereo Joe show. Shout out uh, Jimmy and Nick. Um, the song was called Night Swim, and I heard it, and I was like immediately hooked. I'm like, Thanks. who is this band? Where's the song coming from? The song's amazing. I need to know more. And I'm like, I gotta talk to these guys. Like, this song is incredible. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, off your first album. Yep. Yep. And that was out in 2021, correct? Yep. Yep. We we released that as a single ahead of the album. Uh, we shot it. I believe it was in June, right? Yes. Shot it in June and then released it in July. You say July twenty fourth? Yeah. Yeah. Of twenty one, and then um, yeah, the album. We released the whole album after that. We had like another music video that we shot in between. We didn't technically release that one as a single, but uh, Night Swim was the debut single. That song is has has to be the song that's going to take you guys to the top. I mean. I can't get over it. And then what the funniest thing when you guys put the song to Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> on Instagram, I shared that with every single one of my friends. Listen, if you're if you're watching this right now, if you're listening to this right now, stop. Go stream the song. It's on Spotify and everywhere else. Uh Sunhaven. The song's called Night Swim. Go go listen to that. Go watch the video on YouTube. Then come back and, and follow up here. But oh man. <laughs> That, I, that, that's, that's, I can't believe you're not 
the weather balloon i still think was your best word <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had a uh, the the weather balloon that that had come over that created all that hysteria yeah the chinese weather balloon and i photoshopped it it said we have this Sunhaven record <laughs> that, that was funny but um no we were just throwing memes out there for a little bit you know because we like to joke around quite a bit and i'm like Dude, Shaq has this video. I got to do something with it. Yeah, <laughs> it did. Fit. It was it was perfect. Like the beat <laughs> dropped. It was, it was, oh, I, can't, I can't explain it. Oh my god, I laugh every single time. Every time. And those Dude, guys with them go, go wild and taking their shirts off. And I guess I wasn't expecting that to come up. <laughs> I, I, I didn't have that on my bingo card. No, no. that's like my favorite thing you guys have done. Outside of the song, nice one. <laughs> well, now we set the bar pretty high. I don't know what we're going to do next. The meme, the meme stuff. I know. I still, we really got to start always <laughs> oh, Yeah, man. I mean, you have Night Swim and you have that 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 meme or whatever you want to call it, that uh, reel or whatever they call it now. Yeah. It's going to be hard to beat that. It's going to be hard. Rough, but I, mean, I have faith. I have faith in you guys. Thank you. Thank you, man. We'll, we'll figure it out. I hope so. Yeah, I hope we can do it. We're always joking around. So. <laughs> I hope the music can be better than the memes. <laughs> it is. It is. You know, it was, that was like, a nice... I would be okay with. Like, probably make more money. If we we can't get you emotional from the music, at least at least we'll make yeah. you laugh with the memes. It's we'll get you one way or another. We'll go viral or something. That's all you need. Just a hook. <laughs> Just a hook. But uh, you guys are from New York, correct? Yeah, well, that is correct. Yeah. I carry yeah. the heaviest Long Island accent you'll ever hear. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime we go out of state, the first thing that the other bands would say, they'd be like, "You guys are from New York, right?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. They're like, we could tell. <laughs> have you guys played in the area that i live in like the scranton wilkes area no no we haven't been out there mainly okay. just philly all right because i was like i was mad at myself i listened to um the record today i was listening to the, the the single you sent me from the upcoming record that doesn't have a release date yet um and i was like i, th- I, th- I thought for a second you may have played around here and i didn't show up and i'm like man i really dropped the ball there but i guess i didn't because you haven't played here yet but you need to we need oh, to, we love you, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, start traveling again. I gotta get Vinny from the V spot to hook you guys up. That's that probably would be great. The, the one of the, uh, I guess, better venues in our area. I mean, it's a great spot. It's not like it's a it's a bar slash venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, we'll be but, right at home. You know, they're really holding it down as far as you know, uh, booking bands and uh, outside the area, inside the area. All that kind of stuff. So, um, I would love to see you guys play. I mean, it's great I stuff. Mean, we love to play. Yeah, sure. Let's come <laughs> yeah, we definitely love playing. <laughs> Obviously, that's, 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 that's good. Yeah, we'll, we'll play. We'll play anywhere. Yeah, we'll be, that's we good. Have, I'm gonna call yeah. Vinny after this and uh, try and maybe next year we'll get you guys in the town. Cool. Um, Appreciate that. Sounds great. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, so you're from New York. How long has it been uh, together for? So this is a tricky question because oh, um, like we were in a metalcore band prior to this um, that started as kind of like a post. How would, how would you even describe that? Like in 2012, was like a rock band, just a rock band, I guess. Yeah, I would say we we're probably a post-hardcore band back in the deck. Yeah, so um, he wasn't in the band at first. At first. Yeah, uh, so like we started in like 2011, 2012. We put it like our whole thing story. out. Yeah, just start from the start beginning, the I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So collectively, we've been together since 2012. And then you came in in 2013. So I guess... As you know, the lineup as it is, it's it's been a you know a while. Just winter, yeah. So we were in a metalcore band, but we had one extra guy. It was, it was our, our buddy James, 
Um, he, he did vocals, like me and Jay just put, you know, we played guitar and, you know, metalcore band, um, yeah. for a while, we put out a couple of EPs under that name and then, uh, we pivoted. So Sunhaven has been around since like a little before 2021, because that was kind of when we started to pivot away from the metalcore stuff. Um, and because we were jumping the genre, we were like, oh man, we're, we're going to have to change the name. And yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> all five of us now, it's down to four of us. And like, so it's, like I took on a new role, like, you know, now I'm singing and I wasn't singing before. So it's like it, the dynamics shifted a little bit. Um, so we rebranded and that started around a little before 2021 because we were in the process of writing everything. Um, and then, you know, the record came out in 21. So as a whole, we've been together for over a decade for sure yeah. and these two guys were in bands in high school together so yeah it was even they have even more yeah. history together yeah. all very close friends know everything about each other yeah. <laughs> a little too much <laughs> well that's cool i mean like i mean it's no secret that bands are like family and family is hard to you know work with or live with and things like that so it's cool that you've been able to you know not only like be together for that long but be in different genres and, and kind of you know you said you know jump to this genre and you did share that with me i did check out some of that stuff and i i mean i like metalcore i'm not a huge huge fan i, I don't but i don't hate it um but i'm glad you made the switch and with that <laughs> yeah. being, i mean it's just this is more my style but like with that being said why why so, did that happen so we, I, I guess the, the best way to say it was our, our front man, James at the time, he had said like, look, from the jump, he was like, I like being in a band. I like doing this stuff, but you know, I, you know, I have a nine to five job. That's, you know, his metal priority. Is like a, that. Metal you know, is like a it's, tough it's, sell too. It's you know, actually more than a nine to five. It's metal is cool. obviously a tough sell. Obviously, yeah. you know, there's less people that, that would pay money to go see that type of thing. And like, uh. Yeah, so I mean, it would be difficult to be a four-man metal band too. Yeah, um, you know, well, without good. him, it's it's difficult. So he, from the jump, was very transparent with us. Like he's still our buddy. Like you know, he's oh, we talk, man. We talk him all the time. Yeah. Um, but he was like, look, like we have the the nine to five that turns into a, a nine to nine. You know, every day on call. He's like, I don't know if I'm going to be as reliable as you need me to be. And as we started seeing that, we were like, we appreciate that. We appreciate the transparency. You started like, writing that kind of triggered you. Yeah, exactly. Just, so like I, I started writing like on the down low, like, okay, I see the writing on the wall. We're going to have to make this pivot at some point. And I want to get ahead of the curve so that we're not without material. Cause we've been on, you know, we had like a year long hiatus at one point with the metal stuff when we were switching singers from our oldest singer, the original singer to this guy, James, that we're talking about. And I'm like, having that hiatus sucked. Like, I really didn't want to waste any time. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that we were hitting the ground running and just getting music together. So I started writing everything, you know, I started introducing it to you and then we, we workshopped it together, branched it out to everybody and polished it up and worked together to make it happen. And, um, you know, that was why we made the switch. Um, you know, if, if he was still around, we'd probably still be doing the metal stuff oh, and I would just be sure. writing the some alt rock things to, to soothe myself on, yeah. on the yeah. inside. Every once in a while we play like a local show and like one of the, like, um, Luke, the like yeah, people will say like, you know, if you just get James to come, and play a metal show like you know and <laughs> like everyone's our, always asking like at our last show it was funny because one of the guys in the crowd had the the trustless record that, that i sent over to you from, from champ he pulled it up on his phone and while i was in like a monologue like introducing the next song he just flashed me the phone with trustless on it like, <laughs> yeah. people miss so phone. and then like whenever we go to like local shows they're just like oh it's still champ like it's not <laughs> it's not sunhaven i'm yeah. like yeah. 
So, so it is very funny. It's a running joke in in our local community amongst their friends and you know the fans that come through. So, um, it's yeah, fun. I'd say predominantly like we all do listen to the genre a lot. Um, we're all right. pretty well versed. I mean, we we listen to every genre, but um, yeah, a lot of us like still like uh, this genre. So uh, yeah. definitely like playing it. We'll be honest; it's a little bit easier to write um, compared to metal music. But, yeah, I mean, when we were doing the metal songs, it would take like you know two years for a six song thing i think it's just because we're like we're never satisfied yeah Yeah. and a lot of like that trustless record too was a lot of you can't try not to repeat stuff trying to always keep it interesting it's like digestible chaos it was like trying not to sound like every other band in 2015 playing metal or whatever it was yeah right like really difficult it was definitely more of like a technical challenge i think on our end to get the music out and that's why it took so long between records and we weren't even putting out full ends we were putting out ep and it it was just a lot but then when we started writing the alt rock stuff it's kind of like just more floating you know like it just comes and you, you run with whatever feels natural well, and you try technical. not to overthink it too much and then you polish it and fine-tune it afterwards so like na- for me naturally it was just easier for me to write that type of music and then we all you know everybody we all come together and work yeah. together to yeah. polish it up and you know make it what it is um so that's we all we, you that's, know that's it yeah. that's, that's really it but as alex said we all jump from different genres we grew up i know we grew up listening to classic rock but my dad's a huge rolling stones fan has like every bootleg and deep cut and you know anything that you could think of from them so it's like we, we yeah. all grew up on classic rock and our i think our parents influenced us quite a bit in our, our music tastes along obviously as you grow up and your friends introduce you to things so there's like a let's say a big rock foundation and kind of go either way go go wherever with it you yep. know? yeah well james i don't know you but i'm glad you're gone <laughs> <laughs> that's great i'm kidding i think it just it, it is uh, i mean the metalcore scene is is i think one of the most like loyal and like it is uh yeah. energetic and you know kids are still like you know, thrashing around and shit like that. But <clears throat> as far as like, you know, uh, a a big net to cast, it's it's like you said before, it's not, it's not no. for everybody. When you know the yeah. stuff that you're doing now is a little bit more digestible and you know something that you can listen to when you're you know when you're not angry or yeah. you know, when you want to you know punch someone in the face and shit like that. <laughs> well, so, speaking of that, though, it's like. It's so hard to gauge reactions sometimes from the stage because we're so used to when we're in the metalcore band for 10 years, we're like, oh, this set's going really well because everyone is kicking the shit out of one another. <laughs> now it's like we're playing a show and people are like, yeah, yeah I'm like, it's I, hard to tell them. You're having a, I think you're having a good time, but yeah, we'll I, talk about it afterward. You know, so I, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. I and mean, with this new stuff, I mean, how have people, you know, been receiving it? I, th- I think it's been okay. Like, you know, the local my, students liked it. Like, our parents, parents like it better. <laughs> my, my dad says it's really good. So, my parents um, actually I, like what I do now. So, yeah. I could show it to my family, and they're they're very excited. I mean, my family was always super supportive, even in the metalcore stuff. But it's the stuff that they could actually throw yeah. on while they're you'd never in the catch house. It, you'd never catch that on their iPod. That, that, exactly. that is funny. I, I, the small little tangent here is, is like, as much as I love my parents, I don't give a damn what they think about it. <laughs> because, like, they always have to critique something. I'm like, it's, I, I've I've not had a conversation about my music 
with my parents in over eight years. I feel like I have to. <laughs> I, I, kind of have. Like, I feel like I kind of the opposite because I have to take everything my dad. Yeah, does. of course. Seriously, when he tells I mean, me st- something I sounds like shit, I'm like, oh boy. We all know, we all have supportive families. We all obviously yeah. view yeah. each other's parents as our parents. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's funny because like every time I hear a critique, I'm just like, I just broke. <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but but, um, but I mean, the he, scene itself has been yeah. great. You know, like everybody's they've welcomed us with open arms. Again, it's tough jumping genres and being trying to be something that you weren't, you know, a year ago. Like, hey, we were playing breakdowns and, and everything. Now we're yeah. like, oh, we're sad and stuff. So it's 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 an interesting jump to make. And everyone has been super stoked on it. Like our friends are still coming out to the shows. The fans are still coming out to the yeah. shows. Like, it's really cool to see people singing the words back. It's hard to sing back. A, like, yeah. People singing that back a lot, like at least in our case. But like seeing people sing the words back is like, oh, like, it, like it hits the heartstrings. I've You're seen like, oh, it a couple shit. times in the middle, just in our defense, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. But I mean, I but feel it is like way it, less receivable. It's, yeah. it's yeah. easier to see like people just jam into the night yeah. swim chorus. I'm like, yeah, that's that's way cool. more like, uh, yeah. It, so like that hits a lot more people. Like it's that. been fun. You know, it's definitely been an interesting process, but it's been a lot of fun, and you know, everybody's just having a good time. Like. Our main objective is like just to have a good time at the show. And I want to make sure that all our friends and all of our fans are there and hanging out. And it's it's just been a fun vibe the whole time. Yeah. Well, it's it's relatable to yeah. more people. Um <clears throat> I mean, I'll I'll keep going back to Night Swim because that's just I mean, that's the sure. first song I heard and I make I was just from the jump, I was like, This is this song's amazing. I mean, like everyone I feel can relate to this song. Um They've, they've had that. I mean, if you listen to the lyrics, uh, and one of my favorite lyrics is, let's hold our breath and kiss in the deep end. Um, I don't know what it is about that. I just, I, I love that. But like, you know, the video is, you know, you're at a, at a party, a guy and a girl uh, in the pool, making out. Like, that took me back to like being, you know, a teenager, you know. Um, <clears throat> It just it was just, it's a cool moment to you know relive as a forty year old man, right? Um, oh damn! It just takes it, it just takes it back, you know. It's just a, it's just like a really cool. You're forty. I was gonna say I'm dude, forty, man. Hold on one second, dude. <laughs> no way. Yeah, no when this way. but when this airs, I'll be forty one. No way. Hey, oh, happy early birthday! That's crazy. Yeah. Shit. So, man. Today is October twenty sixth. This will probably come out the week of if I do a quick. The week of November thirteenth, so I turned forty-one yeah. on November first. Yeah. Wow. Hey, I'll be doing jumping jacks if I look like that at forty. <laughs> I wonder if I look even younger if I shave my beard. Dude, I just pulled that yeah. stuff. Yeah, I don't like that. You, you, what are you doing? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I just pulled that stuff. I gotta be a greaser for Halloween. You don't see greasers with beards yeah, yeah. in the outside yeah. tomorrow. It'll grow but, back. Uh, and this yeah, guy's rocking the mustache, and I love that because not everyone can pull it off, but you can. Yes. I should probably you. ask you your names. I don't even know your fucking names. <laughs> you start, you yeah, me? I am Alex. Alex. My name's Keith. Jay. Tyler. Tyler. I'll forget them, but yeah, it's, it's good yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bass player. I get brushed over every day of my life. It's all good. <laughs> I'm the merch guy. He's basically the merch guy. I don't even know what he's doing. Yeah, you know, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, how that song come about? I mean, are you writing these songs from um, past experiences, or um, are you guys able to curate these things and, and kind of like just a, a vision you might have, or how does that work? 
for you? Step by step. I mean, yeah. So, so for night swim in that particular scenario, like, well, actually, for that whole record, a lot of the times I was thinking every record. Yeah, we've ever done. I think for the most part, the new one is more like with you guys. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of like how the actual lyrics and like the the content of the song, Mm -hmm. it was like it started rooted in reality because I remember I had this very like I, I was you know, seeing someone at the time and I was, you know, thinking about the feelings that I had with this person, but it wasn't quite working out. Like, well, it wasn't that we were bad for one another. It's just like, it was weird circumstances. And I did have a party in my backyard. Fun fact, that is actually my parents' backyard at the time. Oh, yeah. They the house, so it's no longer their yard. But uh, at the time it was their yard. So like it was taking place in the, the place that I actually wrote about. And then, um, you know, so I had this backyard party and I was just thinking about what could happen between us. And then I went to bed and I had a dream about, you know, everything that was happening. So it was kind of a mixture of what happened in reality versus what happened in the dream mixed with a little bit of commentary on how I see the situation. And ultimately, I wanted it to fit into this. You were so close to like this. This is the good thing that you wanted. And you have that moment, that that kiss, that moment that that good feeling. And then all of a sudden it's this fleeting moment because it's like, it's, it's not going to stick around. Like this may not be the right thing, but you're trying so hard to hold on to that one moment that you had. So it's, it's a mixture of something that happened in reality versus where my mind took it when I went to bed. That's cool. Thanks, man. That's cool. You, you were able to wake up and like, you know, ca- you know, keep that in your head. Cause every dream I have, I, I forget. So do I, dude. Yeah. I, so he, I, I, he practices that shit. So I lock <laughs> my dreams. So I know it's kind of wacky, but like I'll I'll go in and like I, it's gotten to a point now where if, when I'm doing it consistently, I rem- like I'll remember my dream in crazy detail as if it's an actual memory. So it's like I, I have about 600 logs since the beginning of the pandemic, and then I'll analyze those dreams and be like what themes like what running themes am I having over the course of a week or a month and then I take those stressors or those problems and then I I merge it with what's actually going on in real life and I start answering things that are going on in real life like oh this could be a metaphor for how I'm feeling about this particular situation and this is how my brain wants me to handle it so I'll take real life I'll take the dreams and I'll try to merge them a little bit to make things a little bit more poetic at times, um, I just feel like it's a it's an interesting practice of like delving into your psychology and understanding like how you work and where you fit in and why you're thinking the things that you're thinking. So it's like logging the dreams has really helped me write lyrics for sure. That's and, awesome. I, I, w- I wish I could remember the last year I had. Dude, you yeah, could yeah. even just start out. My eyes open. I'm just like. and it's gone (laughs) like honestly like you could just start out with like you remember like the smallest like minute detail of like i was in this gray room just write down gray room it doesn't have to mean shit and then the next night you might be i was in a hallway and there was a brown door and that's all you got and then eventually you start working up i remember i start the first line that i had from a dream that i remembered was it's snowing again in russia and i didn't understand what it meant and i still don't know what it means but it helps me start remembering things as i went 
Um, so you could just start with this small little detail and then over time you'll train your brain in no time. And then you'll start recognizing when you're actually asleep and that's when you start getting lucid dreams. Like I lucid dream a ton and it's like, I could go off. I'm a, I'm a geek on this. I could go off for days on this. So I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to wait. And when I have lucid dreams, I'll occasionally text Keith as soon as I wake up, like he'll get a text from me like quarter to 7 a.m. in the morning. I'll be like, dude, what's up with, I think I said, I said, I said, what's up with like bears or like statues because like i go to him for that and like i'm decent at lucid dreaming but like he's he knows everything so like that's I, it's cool it's cool I, to delve in and, and get into that as well i definitely don't know everything but i know how to analyze myself yeah or analyze this now and i just doesn't wake up until and i and i love uh and, and i love uh that it goes into our music as well it's, it's definitely yeah. part of his lyrical process, which is awesome. And I feel like people, a lot of the times, will use sleep as an escape, you know? So it's, you know, you use sleep as an escape and your mind just kind of wanders and does what it does and you you, de you decompress throughout, you know, yeah, all of those, those stories throughout the day. About that. We do. On the new record, we have a song specifically about using sleep to escape from what's going on in your day-to-day -day and then learning something in that realm and pulling it back into reality to make your life better. So it's... Like, I really believe that there is something a little bit deeper to dreaming than just resting your, you know, resting your body and, you know, putting your body on a slab when you're not using it, you know, like there's definitely, I, I think there's something more to it, um, like dissecting thoughts and if you can analyze it, then you know exactly where you should be and what you should be doing. Not all the time, but it might may give you a better direction. So I, I try to take that into the music writing process. Um, I mean, sometimes like I'll text you, not even necessarily lyrics, but I'll be like, dude, I've, I heard this song, like I heard yeah. like chords or like a melody in my sleep and I'll be like, it sounds like this. <laughs> and I'll like, hum it, <laughs> so I don't forget it. Uh, but it's weird, man. I mean, a lot of, I think it was Keith Richards or like someone from the Stones, they had like a notepad next to their bed and they would like, write, like wake up from a dead sleep, write something, go back to bed. And I think there was a Seinfeld episode about it too, yep. where he's just, you know, he writes this thing that he thinks is, you. <laughs> know, where he writes something that he thinks is so funny. And then the next morning he looks at it, he's like, this doesn't make any sense. And then they figure it out at the end of the episode. So it could go either way, but as you hone it, I think like, like lyrics you can kind of lyrics you can kind of get, get in there and melodies you could kind of get in there. So it's been weird, but it's been fun. Yeah, I imagine like even lyrically, like even if you had just a part of it, you can at least build off that. So that's pretty awesome. Um, I have one for you. This sure. just happened to me. What today's Thursday? I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So my full time job, I work at a screen printing company. Nice. Um, so I work with a lot of bands, uh, which is a lot of fun. And I had I work with a band called Don't Panic, and uh, they were leaving for tour on Tuesday afternoon or like three o'clock. Okay. They placed their a merch order with me. Uh, and they said they needed it, you know, for the 24th and it was already a tight deadline. And then I had like eight pieces of the order not show up. So I had to scramble and kind of figure out how to get something in house so we can print the job. So then the day that was due, he said, Hey, like, can I get them by one o'clock today? Uh, we're leaving around three o'clock, whatever. And I need to drive up there, get it and then drive back and I pack the van, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, fuck. Um, because at that point, the truck hadn't even arrived yet. And I, at the point, I didn't even know if it was going to be on the truck. So I was like hoping and praying, right? Long story short, <clears throat> it got there. I printed the job. And in order to get, you know, to save him time, 
I drove him the his merch to the the, the location they were going to leave from because uh, they were they were south of me and they were heading south. So I wanted to save them time. As I was driving there, I see this kind of like like row homes. So there's probably like four, five, or six of them. And as I'm driving, I look at them like I've seen that before. I like I had a dream of this like these houses not finished, not like completely like done, but like in the process of being built. Mm-hmm. And I was with like my family and like it, it was weird. I don't remember exactly what was going on in the dream, but like those were like that row home, like that like the, it was weird. Like the end of it was like I can't explain it to, to you guys really well right now, but like trust me when I'm saying like it was just it was exactly like my dream, but just yeah not complete yet it was you know the structure was there but you know it wasn't built i'm like holy shit i've seen this before this is crazy dude it's we're we're in the murky waters now dude like two hours yeah you guys want to just bounce and come back (laughs) take a quick nap like dude oh my god it's like because i toy around with like all the timelines happening at the same time and then like you you can kind of access this information when like this is this is the big thing. So the <laughs> transcendence on the last record, the whole thing was derived from an idea about we're just universal tra- like antennas, and you tap into this universal consciousness, whatever it is. I'm not talking religion. I'm not talking any of that shit. It's just you. There's this universal consciousness, and you tap into this with your head, and you pull this information, and it's all readily available to you at all times it's just you have to know how to tap into it and maybe you just tapped into what was going on ahead of time i don't know could be uh, i don't either dude, or i could be off my rocker and you just lost a ton of uh listeners you know no dude, that that, <laughs> that happened the dream happened years ago i know oh, so it's, it's a dude interstellar he ends up behind the bookcase bro Oh, it's a spoiler. I've never seen it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, years later, I'm, I'm literally, I'm literally kidding. Well, it, I, I haven't seen it, but like, dude, it's like it's been out for like. As if the years. movie came out last week. <laughs> I'm like, I guess we don't know everything about one another. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen the movie in memes by now. So yeah, yeah, man, wild stuff like that happens. Like I, there were serious times where I had legit, like I called it, and it was oh crazy shit that I should not have been able to call. I like like you. You you had that vision of the you know the dream of the houses, and then you go by and you see it. You're like, holy shit! It connects. I've had that where like I I I had a dream that my something was really wrong with my uncle, and I was like my my uncle Jerry. And I was like something is terribly wrong with him. I called my dad the next day, freaked out. I'm like, it was so real. It was like everybody was crying because he was dead. Two weeks later, he died, and I was wow. like, he wasn't even sick. Like it was it was wacky. You know, so like, I, I dude, I, I had Tyler with what, what, what happened with him when you got COVID that time when you went down to Florida with Jay before oh you te- no. dude, before you texted me, I texted it to my saying Tyler has COVID. And then two days later, you told me you had COVID. It was wild. I didn't know that. What? My job didn't know that. So now I'm getting fired. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, either. I've, I've got like five listeners. Don't worry about it. Dude, stuff like that happens, and I, I think that people just, like need to start paying attention to it. It could be the next part of human evolution or something. I don't know. But dude, you knew I had COVID before I had COVID. I know. I had, dude, I felt it in my stomach. <laughs> for the listeners, by the way, Tyler is uh, making a drink for him to Jay, so he had to go. Uh, what, are you, what are you guys drinking? Uh, you got a gin and tonic going on. Uh, yeah. You know, I keep that thing on me, a little Poland Springs. He's got a White Russian. 
Yeah, uh, uh, vodka seltzer over there. Vodka seltzer. Yo, hold on, hold on. White Russian. This is a, it's a Thursday like evening. I, don't look, don't look at me, man. <laughs> Thursday. Never mind Thursday evening. It could be a Tuesday morning, and you could go for a white Russian. What's everyone's problem? <laughs> I'm not, dude. I'm not mad at you. I mean, I'm a huge Big Lebowski fan. Before I'm a big white Russian fan, uh, but I don't know. Like, I've never had someone. Pull up to a podcast, uh, sipping on a, a white Russian. <laughs> well, yeah, now you have first time for everything. Yeah, first time for everything. gin and tonic. What kind of gin? Uh, Hendrix. Hendrix, not a big gin guy. No, neither, neither am I. Every time they have it, I'm just like, give me something else. <laughs> What's your take on the gin blossoms? Love them, love gin blossoms. What do you got behind you? You got some, uh, some local brew there <laughs> to your right. No, can. this one. Oh, that's yours, right? This is mine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mine. Oh, oh, that's awesome. I uh, yeah, I uh, partnered with a brewing company last October, and um, we made a beer and we sold it and we raised a bunch of money, and then donated it to my high school. I think wow. that's cool. That's awesome. I saw some other charitable stuff you were doing where during the pandemic you were helping bands, but like it was the um like the businesses where like they didn't consider themselves businesses, and you were like, nah, I'm stepping in and and taking yeah. care of this. Yeah, so and we, we called it shirt, shirts for the scene. Um, and I stole it actually. So it's funny. I stole <laughs> it from, the, from the company. I stole it from the company I currently work for. Um, when the pandemic hit. Uh, the screen printing company is called Axel Rad Screen Printing and Embroidery uh, in Wilkesbury. And so when the, the pandemic hit, Tyler Rice, uh, one of the guys that has been there forever, really talented uh, graphic designer, uh, talented like sales guy, he's a jack of all trades, he's a good, good dude. He's like, what if we create shirts and you know, for businesses and sell them? And then let's say they're, they're 20 bucks or whatever. Um, they They took the cut uh, that cost them to produce and then gave the other half or whatever to the local businesses. And I think there was like $88,000 we ended up donating to uh, our local area. Yeah, that's What's huge. That? During the pandemic when, you know, businesses are shut down, that's, yeah. that's huge, man. And, and it was it was wild. And I hadn't, I wasn't working there yet, but I was part of it just because I, I, I've known the owner forever. Yeah. I want to see if I can find the... Um... Oh, that's true. Uh, I'm trying to find the exact number, but so later on when I launched this podcast, I wanted to launch it with like sure. a kind of a mission, I guess you could say. Uh, so I was like, oh, how do I, what do I, I'll steal, I'm going to steal your idea. I asked him for permission, obviously I needed help to print them. Uh, I said, let's, right, it was $87,550. Nice. Two local that's, businesses. Yeah, wow, that's awesome. That is insane. They helped 285 businesses uh, over that time. So yeah, awesome. You know, a great. And this this area just that's so that's what we do. We're uh, we, we we take care of our own, which is great. Uh, but back to the band thing. I um, so I stole their idea. I asked them permission because again, I need, I didn't want to steal it without asking them permission, and also I needed their help. So I called it Shirts for the Scene, and we basically sold shirts on a website of every local or every band that want to be a part of it. And uh so you know if you bought a shirt for 20 bucks or whatever it was, you know, half that or whatever the uh, total was went to the band. So cool. you know some made 
six hundred dollars. I made one hundred bucks, whatever it was. Uh, but total, we raised about ten grand. Dude, but that's big because at the time bands weren't touring. Like, yeah, there wasn't really anything going on. What are they relying on? Like stream number and like streaming doesn't pay out. So, no, like, no. what else so, is there? You know. So yeah, I mean, like, it was. Uh, I've always been, you know, in the scene. I guess you could say. I used to work for an entertainment newspaper. I then went from there to radio, where I had a radio show, and uh, featured local bands for an hour a week uh, on that. And then um, the station changed formats. The show got canceled. I started that was the Christmas podcast, stuff, right? Where they like took over and did like a bunch of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What a bummer! Uh, <laughs> get ready, man. I think it, I think it starts again on that station probably the day after Thanksgiving. Whatever. Wow, they wasted See, no time. No, no. The, for me, I, I think that's an acceptable time. Yes, it's still early, but like that's kind of when the Christmas music starts or the holiday music. Starts. Yeah, when you walk but into every convenience store. And I think some people really push it, and it's actually your birthday where they start playing the holiday music. Right. Yeah. It's right after Halloween. They too don't soon. skip a beat, and they're just right. that is that is too soon. Dude, go into a store right now. There's Christmas shit out. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, I already hear. Well, you can sell it. I just don't want to hear Mariah Carey until the week of Christmas. <laughs> you hush your mouth. I love Mariah Carey. I remember I being a young a young child when Honey came out. Oh, oh she's coming out of the pool in that bathing suit. Yeah, this is getting real weird real quick. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, we're, we're friends here. <clears throat> no, but yeah, so it was. Yeah, I wanted to do something cool and 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 helpful, and I didn't want this just just to be a podcast. I wanted this to be a platform for good and all that kind of stuff. And then last year, yeah, uh, we did the beer and raised two grand and donated it to my high school music program. It was cool because the owners cool. of the brewery they also went to the same high school as I did, uh, so it all worked out. And obviously, you guys probably know this: the the first things that get cut at high schools are the the arts. You know, the football team gets their money. The baseball team, the soccer teams, they get their money. It's always a struggle for the the arts, and um, it was really cool. Like it, there were so many people that came out, and they're like, you know, if 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 it weren't for the music program, you know, I don't know where I'd be. You know, so it was it was cool that how uh, receptive people were. I didn't think people were care. Like it was, it it sold out in two days. Wow. Um, uh, and I I just again like, I mean, I've been around for a while, and I. I I have a, a a quote unquote name for myself, but I just, I, but I don't, I don't view it that way. And I really didn't think people would care. And uh, thankfully I was wrong. <laughs> but so, I mean, it is an important cause because I don't know what we'd be doing. Like uh, granted, I started out in orchestra and my teacher would get pissed because I, I didn't want to read the sheet music. I would just memorize it. Because <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. like jamming. I but never still, like, read that. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but still the <laughs> idea of like jam, that's where that started like so early and for the people to not have the funding to continue doing that and like I don't know where I would, what I would be doing. Yeah. I'm a graphic designer by trade so I guess I would just be doing that but like not having that outlet outside of work like it's nuts. It all started there, so yeah. art's super important. It is super important, and my mom wanted me to play uh, an instrument when I was younger, <clears throat> and I wish they would they were more realistic with me. I was I wanted to play sports. I wanted to play, you know, music back then wasn't sexy, 
You know, she wanted she presented it the wrong way too. She's like, "How about you play the banjo? You want to you want to learn the banjo?" I'm like, "Fuck no, mom! I'm I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm five foot seven. Uh, you know, I'm five foot like." I think I peaked at five foot ten, but you know, back in the day, I'm five foot seven and white, mom. I'm going to the NBA. Like, get out of here with that nonsense. Uh and uh yeah, I just had no interest back then. I was playing baseball and basketball. And if I could go back in time, I would. Because uh, <laughs> I would love to be able to play. I have no I have no musical talent whatsoever. This is my way to be involved in it. Um, so oh yeah, man. I guess I'll serve the purpose here. If, if Dude, it, find, it finds a way if you're stoked on that type of thing then you're just dive into it you know it doesn't matter how you do it you just dive in and enjoy yourself so yeah well, I mean, you know thank you thank you joe rogan for having a, a wonderful podcast that maybe want to be a podcaster and then uh shout out to pk who gave me a chance on the radio back in the day and then uh here i am i just yeah. printed this, this shirt i'm going to send it to to Joe Rogan. Uh, I like that. Yeah, I, like I like yeah, that. It's uh it's his uh his bar inside of his club. Um, oh yeah, yeah that's right. Wait, is that the mothership? I've heard him um... well Mitzi's is the bar inside the oh, mothership. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So I'm gonna, gonna try and get a get in and hopefully print some merch for him. We'll see. Hell yeah, man. Oh yeah. Hopefully, sure. hopefully it arrives by the time this this airs. <laughs> I just got the final piece done today, so I gotta I gotta pack it nice and hopefully it gets to him. <clears throat> yeah, well, he's he always there. Collab, he just did a collab with some kid that does like custom sneakers, and yeah. like yeah, I, I saw that. And I'm like, he, all these celebrities are like super accessible, like more accessible than you think. I get that he says that he doesn't check his messages and all that stuff, but he's got a team, and if something piques their interest, then I'm sure that you know you could at least get a line over there. Yeah, well, so I'm going to have a whole box to send him. And I, he's always at the club, right? So I figure if I'm going to send it there. If it gets to him, great. I'm just hoping that whoever gets it, like at least shows it to him. And then yeah. if he sees it, like worst case scenario is he does nothing. Best case scenario is he calls me up and says, yo, this shit's sick. I want to print some of these these designs with you. Middle of the road is like maybe he wears it on one of his podcasts. I could be like, yo, we fucking printed that. That would be all that'd, that'd be that'd be enough for me. Yeah. Dude, oh. and you would see spikes for sure from that. That'd be sweet. With the amount of people that watch that and listen to him. Like, Eleven million. Eleven million that episode. Ridiculous. Which is crazy. But yeah. Yeah. So we got off topic. I, I told you we would. I, I told we're, you. we're your guys for going off topic. Right? No, I love it. I love enjoying this, man. <laughs> I love. Well, I mean, again, I I wanted to have this as a as a platform for you know musicians to talk about, you know, how they started, you know, the the stuff they're working on, the stuff they that you know they they're planning for the future. But I also wanted to be able to like give a a, a kind of a, a a background about you guys too, and, and people get to know you outside of just the music because yeah, you could do uh, yeah, I used to do radio interviews, but the, yeah, like you know that those minute segments and it's those are the 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 can questions of like, hey, you have a new record coming out. What's it called? How did you get the band name? Blah blah blah. Like it's just stupid shit. This is like a more uh, in depth. Oh yeah, uh, sure. Where you could talk I about dreams. Talk. That's what I'm talking about. And how to work But I mean, back to your uh, your first record, real quick, <clears throat> uh, with the uh, uh, Night Swim on it. 
Um, I feel like a lot of those songs are a lot of maybe real experiences. Is that accurate? That is accurate, for sure. Um, and everything's really consistent. I mean, your second single off that that you had a video for was the song called Fox. Mm-hmm. Now, I like the song, but Thanks. that's not that's not the second single I would have. So I said, what would you have thrown out there? I'm torn between two or three of them. Hey, that's that's yeah. a good answer. <laughs> that's yeah. good. That's good too. Uh, three other songs that are single worthy. Yes, yes. So cuffing yeah, season. The first song. Cuffing right season, I think, was is a a strong contender. Okay. And then there was one I can't. I don't know. I can't say the word. I can't even say it. Uh, uh, the, the that's the one. Got you. That's the one. I'm like I can't even <laughs> say this. <laughs> I think I think that is like uh, someone made a comment like that shows how like how much chemistry we have together when we play that and practice that and we're like we'll we'll obviously have fans and friends over practice uh, here and there and they kind of say like that's the the song where you can just tell you guys have been playing together for a long time and yeah I, I love jamming that song that's a great song that post intro section just like yeah. like I always look at you and I'm just like. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is consistent. It's 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 all consistent. Like there's, which I which I think is great. You know, there's other there's there's bands who have like uh, certain songs that are like just kind of like completely different from everything else. Um, and I think this is all pretty consistent, which I really enjoy. Uh, Thank you. What that's worth. But um, <clears throat> talk about some of these. Uh, these songs or, or at least experiences that some of these these songs stem from and then we'll get on to you know where, where, where we're heading before keith speaks i you can you can choose um one other one but you're doing above and below 100 oh, percent. okay all right we're I doing above and below that is, i think <laughs> lyrically that's one of my favorite a lot of people told me that's theirs it's just a great song and setup for it but hit him with another song first and then we'll do above and below okay so um so I, for, I, i'm sorry i had to come in there no it's good you are welcome for for what i think it was when we were writing that for yeah, above and below, we were writing above and below. Oh my God! Remember okay, yes, I do remember what we okay. did. So well, I'll start well, with both. You include that. Well, my both. Both. We'll both. Both. <laughs> so with, with Pia Cherry, that was that was my first time out of the country. So Pia Cherry is uh, nice to like pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you in Italian. <laughs> and I had been going back and forth with a friend in Italy. Like I, I met her on Instagram. We were talking for quite a while, and then she invited me to come out to Italy to meet her and her parents and like she was going to be like my tour guide and like the, the friend, the local friend that would show you all the cool stuff, show you like the touristy stuff, but also show you like real Italy, like how things are. And I, so me and my buddy, Mike, shout out to Italy for like 10 days. Shout out Mike Marino. Thank you for taking that trip with me. Um, and um, it was my first time out of the country. And I feel like being kind of out of my element and at like I let her be at the wheel. Like we had nothing to do with what was planned, where we were going, what we were doing. We didn't know the language. By the end of the time there, we I started picking up on like direction cues and stuff. Like I could kind of hang a little bit, but I'm the American guy. I don't know how to speak Italian. Like I, like, if you tell me to go fuck myself, I have no idea. So <laughs> I, you know, I have just, I have a lot of anxiety when 
I, I don't know what's going on or I don't have a grip on, on what's happening. So that was kind of like a challenge for me to go over there and be like, can I read as the person that I truly am and not let the anxiety get in the way? And as the, the trip commenced and then continued, I realized that I really didn't have my anxiety in check. I was really worried a lot of the time. I was stressed. I was just tired. It was a fun trip. She did a phenomenal job showing us around and I would do it again. Absolutely. But I, I just found that I, I wasn't the person that she thought that I was through like the, the DMing and FaceTime calls and stuff. Like you really only present the best of who you are when you're chatting with someone for a little bit of time. Or, you know, you put, you know, you put your best foot forward. But at, at that time, I was dealing with feeling so, like, isolated and unsure of myself and weird. So I was just being weird. I felt like I was just being not the best version of myself. Didn't mean I was an asshole. It just meant that I kind of had my head in my ass a little bit. And she picked up on that. And so was this, was, like, like a, was this like a romantic thing? It was, not really. It was more like we, we met and then we hit it off and, you know, you just kind of go and <laughs> you meet up and so it ultimately she had told me she's like i thought that you would be way chiller like you're right. really stressed out and <laughs> you know like you, you really need to like take the edge off a little bit yeah. so it was very much like a learning experience for me girl that's my own heart yeah it, it was a very much it was a, a learning <laughs> experience for me to like really try and take the foot off the gas pedal a little bit so in the song i talk about how the beginning, like, oh, my God, carelessly, we walked with our heads to the sky, the crystals on our tongues and diamonds in our eyes. Like, everything is great. Like, this is going really well. But and but I want to go back there. Like, I, I want to, like, kind of redeem myself. And throughout that whole thing, by the time you get to the outro, I'm like, I'll remember what you said in your sister's apartment. You know, she she did look at me so genuinely and, uh, you know, basically told me that I just need to chill the fuck out, you know? And um, I kind of took that with me. So that that song was about the experience that I had there, um, you know, enjoying myself and then realizing that I need to do some work on myself. So that that was in this next song. <laughs> so, um, is it? <laughs> yeah, I, Alex wants a but I don't know if it was above and below one of the other one. Was there another one that you I, I, I just those two like were the the I don't. But this is fine. Above and below. Like, let's let's talk about it. All right, cool. So thank you for the setup. Um, so that above and below similar is, concept. It's, 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 a, it's a it's like a 50-50 split between something that's really good and something that's really bad. The bad happening first, the good happening, you know, afterwards. So the backstory on it is that when I was 15 years old, actually when I was in fifth grade, my mom got diagnosed with breast cancer. So from the time of you know, being in fifth grade up through 10th grade for a five year span, she was battling breast cancer. We had her mother living with us. So my, you know, my grandmother, um, and she, she didn't really bring much to the table. She was one of those people that I, I can confidently say is just in the way. And, you know, I was not stoked on how she handled my mom. Like my mom was sick. And she, my mom would drive my grandmother around to all of her doctor's appointments and, you know, hearing specialists. And, you know, my mom would go grocery shopping, coming straight off of chemo. Like she would be doing everything. And my grandma would be doing absolutely nothing. My grandma is my mom's mom. You'd think that she would have some sort of motherly instinct to try and help her daughter. 
So growing up, I had to, she wasn't mean or malicious, but she was just indifferent. And I started getting pissed with her. I'm like, this is not how you should be treating your daughter. Like you should be stepping up. Like everyone here is stepping up. And right when my mom had to go into hospice because she was, you know, her health was declining. My grandma was just like, I'm out of here. I'm going to go move in with my other daughter upstate. And to me, I looked at it as you're abandoning your daughter when she absolutely needs someone the most. Granted, my dad was the one keeping everybody together. My dad, me and my sister, we were the nucleus of that household, making sure that everything was running right. You know, I was still young at the time. I was 15. So, you know, it was really like my dad was the rock and my sister was coming in to make sure that everything was cool. And my grandma just flew the coop. She just bounced. And I was like, this bitch, I was so angry. I was so angry with her. Um, so the first part of um, Above and Below is about how my grandmother abandoned my mother when she needed her the most. And then eventually, eventually when my grandmother died, I didn't feel anything. I was like, good. Like, now you know what it's like. I was so upset with her, with how she acted with my mom. Selfish, you know, showing up to the hospice. She has a cane and she's like, I got this cane, but I don't want to use it. Just like, you're making it about you. Like, this is about the woman dying in the fucking hospice right now. So all of that anger came through in the beginning of that song. But then it's contrasted by the, the way that I felt towards my mom. My mom was a saint. She was the absolute best. So, um... You know, I held her to a very, very high regard. I had her on a pedestal like she was the best. And right before she had passed away, like when she was still coherent, before she went into hospice, we kind of saw the writing on the wall. And she pulled me aside because I told my dad, look, I want to have a conversation with her. Like, I think closure is very important. And if this is going, this is headed where it's, I, I think it's going, like I would, I would like that opportunity to be able to talk in this open, honest, transparent way. So she pulls me into her, you know, her bedroom and she's relaxing. And she basically told me that, you know, she was proud of me, all this stuff, like stuff that a mother, a good, great mother would say to a son that she really loved. And one of the lines in the song, it says, I was your shining star. I hope you know your mind. She wrote a note for me when she passed away that said that I was her shining star. And she had told me that verbally before she passed too. So um, that whole part of the song is about me showing respect and love for my mother and just being so happy that I had that experience with her. And even though it was a terrible situation, like I valued her so much despite hating her mother for, for yeah. a while. So you rub that in your sister's face a little bit. Yeah, okay, well, check out this note. Uh, <laughs> no, no, she loved my sister. She said a lot of good stuff about my sister too. It was, it was even. I'm sure, but I'm joking. I know. But my family's like, watch. check this note. Um, <laughs> but she liked. Me. Yeah. So a lot of the stuff is from from real life. A lot of the stuff is very personal, whether it be a situation that I went through or just in, internal anxiety that I'm trying to work through. And like we start with, that song with like usually yeah kids just like fuck my grandma let's get this shit going <laughs> and then start the we, we definitely joking me because it does it does you know turn some heads a little bit but what you were saying what, 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 what were, you were saying that we did something oh i was saying this the is this when we went to rev yeah 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 so i had to go pick up paper so my that 
grandmother that died at that point i'd already written oh my the lyrics God. about this i'd already written the lyrics about this and at the time there was a venue called revolution that was right across from uh like a funeral home place uh abbey and um we went to see my buddy danny heavy tides music play um and then after we finished there i went right across the street totally not dressed in the proper attire to go pick up paperwork just to get time off from work. I'm like, I'm not even here to show respect. I'm here to get paperwork in Dallas. And I brought Jay with me because we had to go to practice later. We go back to practice and he goes, do you know what this psycho just had me do? <laughs> so it's, you know, to, to go back, a lot of it is very much rooted in, in reality. Um, I shape it, you know, as I said, I shaped some stuff off dreams, some stuff off of internal anxiety, but a lot of it is rooted based on actual experiences where I'm being as vulnerable as I possibly can be. Like we've joked where I'm like, when I'm happy, I can't write music. Like I, I need to be going through something or having something going on so that it's as genuine as possible. Preferably I single, but uh, no. <laughs> you write better when, when you're sad. No, yeah. we're, we're, no we're, the third record's all about rewrote. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah but it's all pivoted. That, that's sad, lonely lyrics. <laughs> sad, lonely, sad, lonely Keith. Crank out a lot of lyrics. There's a lot more sad, lonely people to relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I know that's... Super heavy, and that could no. come from like, well, he's an asshole for hating his grandma, but I'm hoping that the context That's provided... That's the whole point of the song. I know, <laughs> but I'm, I'm hoping... But now it's funny, because we wrote that song a couple years ago, and since then I have actually gotten distance from it, and I'm like, you know what? The indifference towards you turned to hate, and it's back to that. I get why she did what she did. She got out of the way because she knew she would be in the way. Right, and I'm like, you know what? Part two. Is what it is. <laughs> so I think it, it all came full circle, and... You know, everybody has their family stuff that, that goes on in their lives. I just chose to write about it and be as vulnerable as I could. And hopefully people see that it, it's raw and, and, you know, truthful. You know, that's all I can be, raw and truthful. Yeah, well, well, thank you for that. So, first of all, I'm really sorry to hear about, you know, your your mother passing, especially at such a, a young age. Um, that's obviously not something that uh, anyone should have to go through and, uh, I can't imagine what that's like at that age. I lost my father. When I was 22. So I mean, I'm sorry. Older. It's part of life, right? It's it's. Uh, I, I feel more. I feel bad for my brothers who were much younger than I was. They were, I want to say, 16 and 13. And my mom, who watched her mother uh, suffer a, a brain aneurysm, and she took care of her for two years. And then when she passed away, my mom was like, "Okay, I can finally get." Like you know, back to my family and you know, pay attention to my husband again, and we can kind of like move forward. And then he he passed away like five months later. Uh, sorry, so it was man. definitely a, a a dynamic uh, change. It was. Uh, I always wonder how things would be if he was still around, just because it, it definitely changed our family. Just because of you know we lost a big piece of it. But yeah, um, <clears throat> I don't want to get too much into that. I want to focus on you know, what you're, what you're, what you're talking about here. Um, and it's, it's cool that you want to talk about that in your music. And then also like tell people what it's about, because a lot of bands don't want to tell people what their song is about because they, they want to let someone hear it and, and kind of take from it what they want to. Right. For sure. And apply it to, you know, their life and their current situation or whatever it might be. So it's, it's cool that, you're you're so vulnerable you're you're you know taking these life experiences you're taking these dreams you're having you're taking these things that you know even the even the dreams are fake you're still 
taking things that you're experiencing and and putting pen to paper or whatever it is and creating this music that is also really good. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's just so as far as the band's concerned, I, I feel like the lyrics and, and the 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 stories or whatever they might be kind of come first, right? And then you guys write around that, or is it like do you kind of do they have songs written and you kind of apply your your stories and your experiences to that? Like I find that when we were when we were writing, a lot of the times like I'll I'll start with like some chords and stuff, but as I'm playing it, I'm hearing things and I do write a lot in like notepad first and I'm like, what could go with what? But then it's almost like things start happening simultaneously to, to create the foundation of the song, at least. Like it's definitely not a polished product up front. It's, you know, you, you start, you hear a line or you, you write something down. Like I'm, I'm driving in the car on the way to work and I have an idea. So I throw it on my voice memo and then it, it starts to develop from there. Um, but a lot of the times I do start thinking about what I want to say first, because I'm like, I want to, I just want this to be raw. I want this to be truthful. And I don't, I don't want to just hear chords and then be like, Oh, I could throw a cliche here and a catchy hook. And then there you go. You know, it's like, sometimes that works, but I think it starts out more historically, not necessarily how we're writing all the time, but on an av- on average, a lot of the times the story does come a lot of it first and then we all piece together the music and i'm so sorry i really have to use the band i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i held out as long as i could john i might have to go eventually too so it's all good no but i mean it's i love music when it's when it's raw when it's real when it's and he said he said before like he um or you said rather uh Tyler you said that uh he writes better when he's sad or when he's single or whatever and I, I talked to a lot of bands right and it's it that's a common thing I, I can't imagine if I had to write a song like you know if I'm happy and like everything's perfect like yeah. how do you write how do you write a song you know it's yeah, yeah it's just a different content you know yeah it's um, definitely different and content. first of all we love Willie like his, oh yeah, you know, that's, that's a that is, it's, you know, it's literally just an inside joke. It's just, uh, <laughs> that's fine. Right. Is Lily the current love love interest? Yes, okay. that is correct. Shout and out, we Lily. Love her very much. <laughs> we love Lily. We're talking shit about your girl, man. She's the, she's a saint. She's the best. Yeah, she's honestly, yeah, yeah. Now we were just talking about like you know how I love um, just like the realness of, of the music and, and, and the lyrics and all that kind of stuff across all, all forms, really. Like, I just love when people are kind of vulnerable, like they, they just kind of put it out there and they, they, they talk about real experiences because like, we're all going through that shit. Like there's somebody out there going through it. It's probably more than we think there is. And, um, you know, I'm sure when someone hears that, it's like, you know, I can relate to that. I mean, that's, that's like the biggest thing in, in my mind with that. Sure. It's, it's like a, it's an outlet. It's a release for me when I'm like, when I feel shitty, but I know that a lot, like that's why a lot of bands do it. Like I want people to be able to relate to the music, not just because I want people to stream the music and hear it and, and enjoy it. But like, I do want them to take something from it. And I want to leave a piece of myself behind. Like we're only going to be here as long as we're going to be here. And I think you and I both know that for sure. Firsthand having been through the the, the things that we've been through, you know, I think, 
when you lose someone at such a young age or you're around people like that that have law you know experienced that level of loss at a young age that the priorities start shifting and you realize like yo we're real like we're really not here for a long time you know people you could say it people say it all the time you know it's just like yeah, death and taxes haha <laughs> like i get it yeah. but you know, until it really sinks in and you go, oh, shit, it's that moment when that lights, the, the, when the switch flips and then you start looking at it as a bigger thing. And I'm like, I'm, I I want to be able to preserve a piece of myself after I'm gone. Like, I, I I don't know. Have you ever seen a movie, that movie, A Ghost Story with Casey Affleck? No, no. It's, I, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it. But you get the, spoiled. No, but, but uh, you know, the main theme is you know, leaving you know, leaving a piece of behind after you're gone. There's a whole monologue in there where someone at a party is just talking about that. And I'm like, that resonated with me so much. I'm like, that is exactly what I'm feeling, you know. Yeah. I don't think it comes from an egotistical or a selfish point of view of like, I want people to know me. No. It's not that it's no. I, I want to preserve those ideologies because then maybe they could help someone that's been through something that I that I've been through where they could take it. Like you said, if you leave it ambiguous, if you leave the the definition out, then people can take whatever they want from it and apply it to their lives. And it's like, yeah, I can explain what goes on and I can tell you how I relate to it. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Once it's out in the public and the people are listening to it, it's yours. It's not mine anymore. But we are the ones that created it. And, you know, I just I'm really stoked to be able to be able to do this with them. You know, well, think about think about this, right? Like. You know, you guys are in a band, you're creating music. You, you guys are going to leave a legacy regardless if you think it's that or not, right? Um, I'm not sure if you, any of you have kids or plan on having kids or one day, let's say you you, ha- you do have children. Like, they're going to have something to reference when you're gone. And I think that's mm-hmm. so important. Maybe it's not kids. Maybe it's, you know, a wife or a girlfriend or whatever it might be. Like, <clears throat> that's why I love doing this too. Like, because when I'm gone, my kids can you know, go on YouTube and, 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 and watch these if they wanted to, like what I wouldn't give to hear my dad's voice one more time, you know, yeah. cause you know, you don't ever expect it to happen. You know, you don't get a plan for that. Like yeah. it's, um, and I'll never, and I forget what it sounds like, you know, it, uh, uh, maybe, maybe my voice sounds like his, I don't know, but, um, it's, it's cool to be able to, and the point is it's cool to be able to kind of leave these, these things behind. And, um, it's definitely cool that you know you guys are you know creating this this music together and and it's it'll always be be around yeah yeah it's like it's gonna outlast your body you know like eventually we all die we all fade out one way or another you die they you die twice you die the day you die and you die the day that people stop talking about you or whatever whatever you your ideologies were or you know your beliefs or you know stuff you made you know and i just I want us to be able to be around as long as possible, you know. Try try turning 40. Last year was a real, real hard year for me. It was uh because in my mind, I'm like, let's just say that, you know, God willing, I live till I'm 80. But just let's be realistic. Living to 100 is, you know, maybe an option. Maybe. Well, just 80, 80s, 80, I think 80s even high, right? I think the average age for a man right now is like 76. So my life's yeah. more than half over. But like, let's just say 80 when I turn 40. I have 40 years left. And then I'm like, how many of those 40 years are going to be good years? Meaning right. no real health issues, no, you know, 
knee problems, no hip problems, no nothing. Like 15, maybe 20, half those. It's like I'm you lucky. never know. You never know, man. It's just like, and then. Start thinking like that. That's the problem. <laughs> That's just the problem. Stop, but stop no, it's. it's your life. You know? <laughs> you're, no, you're right, dude. You're absolutely right. I, and I get that, too. It's just like live live for the moment, live in the now. Yeah, and, you describe it like that, it sounds. Uh, yeah, it sounds emo. Not emo. It just sounds like um, a little. Bit. It doesn't sound as exciting. That's me. You know, like it's, it should be exciting. Like forty, you know. Yeah, you're no, you're absolutely right, and I'm not forty, and I could feasibly do another forty. That's fucking cool. Yeah. You know. I don't but know. that's honestly, that's you don't like, even look forty. Then you definitely, yeah. judging by how you look, probably got more than forty. So, oh, fingers crossed. If I didn't have kids, I probably wouldn't care. It's, right. It's, as long it's, as it's like leave them with like a, a you know a good future, then it really yeah. Happen. But like I want to, but I I want to live forever now. Like I didn't care before, but like having kids, like I want to live forever. Yeah. There's not a moment in my life that I don't want to be around them. I want to see them, you know, go through school and 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 meet uh, the love of their life and you know their jobs and marriage and all that stuff. I want to be around for all of it and. Yeah. um you know, God willing, I will be, but I don't take care of myself, man. I, I eat like a raccoon. It sucks. Like, <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> just trying to survive. You know, it's yeah. I, know. I do before I turned 30, I was eating a third of an entomist cake every morning, <laughs> and then I felt my metabolism slowed down. And I went, Oh, we got to pump the brakes. <laughs> this is a problem. Started getting rid of jeans left and right. Yeah, dude. I started <laughs> like, Can you guys fit in these jeans? Went up and throwing my clothes away. <laughs> I gained, I think I gained like 15 pounds over the past year. We had our daughter uh, last July. So she is just over a year old now, but in the, thank you. In the past year, I I think I've gained 40 pounds or not, Jesus Christ, 15 pounds. And it's because I, you know, I turned 40. I don't eat great. I don't eat terribly, but I don't eat great. And my sleep is just dog shit. Like, and that's her. That's her fault. That's one hundred percent her fault. I'm gonna blame her for that every day until she starts sleeping through the night. She's been good the last like week, so I'm hoping for the best. But <clears throat> and when she's older, she's gonna listen to this episode and be like, "Oh, was I really that bad?" I, she could be worse, but she could be a lot better. I mean, it was, <laughs> initially it was a bad time, but uh, I don't know. But I mean, you guys have a new record. Basically ready to go, right? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, finally. Yeah. We started on this shit. I know. <laughs> we, we tracked it last, not yeah, like this. We tracked it last October. So uh, we, we've been sitting on it for, for a, a year. <laughs> yeah, dude. What are you guys we, doing? We're perfectionists, man. We're perfection. I'll tell you what we're right. doing. We're driving our producer crazy is what we were doing. Oh, my God. <laughs> we got, I got to shout out Billy Fister of West Westfall Recording Company yep. in Farmingdale. He Just Westfall. in general. Anthony yeah. and Ray, everybody Westfall. there is awesome. But we worked with Billy on this record, and he has been, you know, he's our friend, but he's been the absolute best. We've done metal, all the, like, not all of it. We've done metal with them. Yeah, we did metal and the alt rock on this with them. Like he was super patient with us. You know, he was always like, you know, down to explore different options. And if we were like, yeah, we think this could sound better, we reamped twice. Like we 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 did things that 
are a little out of the norm. I feel of really the actual times. procedure. Yeah, really. Three times. <laughs> you know, he's one of those dudes that's just down to like roll his roll his sleeves up and get dirty and get and get the shit down and nice. So, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, I gotta like we would be stupid if we didn't say a huge thank you right now to him because we were really stoked on the way this record sounds and we really hope that yeah. you know when we drop it, yeah. you, you guys like it. Put yeah. some, li- put some uh, late nights in with Billy. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, oh, we're expecting to drop a couple singles uh, within. Probably, very soon, yeah, very soon. Weeks. I'd say, yeah, a couple weeks uh, when this comes out, I'm sure we'll we'll have one of the songs out most likely. So we're you know um, we're trying to stagger the the releases, so it'd be like sure. you know you see band you don't see bands drop full albums in one clip anymore. It's like you know Take Back Sunday, even they released a couple simply five. I think they're up to yeah. five now. The new record, yeah. Um, so it's just single after single after single, and I think we're just gonna you know release maybe even the whole thing as singles, and then at the end of the rainbow throw it all together on one album so it's easier for people to stream instead of having to jump from single to single on on your on your streaming platform how do you guys what do you what do you think about that i I think it gives an opportunity to give character to each song so like i i like i do a lot of the album artwork jay you know we we all work together and make it happen i do the edits for like we're shooting stuff and i feel like it's a good way to keep up promotion and i feel like at, at times we've run dry on promotion in the past where if we're not playing a ton of shows and we don't have all that much to put out if you stagger 10 songs over 20 weeks you know you, you know you have 20 weeks worth of content every other week you can build hype for each individual thing we've uh, never we've never done this we've, but so, I, i'm it's... kind of modeling it after what chiodos did with their devil album because they dropped that whole album basically as singles, but they did it with a music video component, which I don't think we can say, yeah, honestly. A lot of but that would be <laughs> insane. But I know that as as a user, as a fan, I was like, when is the next one? When's What's the, the next, next one, one going to be? Like, yeah. you know, I, it gave me something to look forward to in, in the short term. And I feel like with the dwindling um, attention spans of the modern listener, you're like, you got to keep feeding them. You yeah. got to keep giving them something. And I feel like, yeah, I'm with that. you know, just give them something in little increments especially in like that's even back. that's like 10 times more in like in metal it's even worse like if you if you write something even semi sounding like some other bands like the everyone in the scene will call you out for that oh for that yeah. it's so much worse like it's yeah you gotta be that's so, why that's why it took us a year and a half to get six songs, you know. Yeah, on top, on top of but, not being trained musicians at all. Oh, we're just, we're, no just screw, we're just screwing around to yeah. find something that sounds good. But we were point. talking about going back in time. That's what I would have changed. I think I would have told my parents to like force me to get a musical education. <laughs> Instead, they bought me like they did everything but that. They just bought me a drum set and said, "Here you go." And I was like, honestly, you guys should have been <laughs> like instead of just like letting me just bang the drums, you should have gotten me someone to like tell me. You know, it's not their fault, but like that, you know, that's what I would have Yeah, but maybe, maybe you wouldn't be who you were. No, I probably wouldn't have met them because I would have had like some formal education, you know. Yeah, it's, 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 it's all disinterested into music at that point. Right. It would have made me like different music. I would have been interested in different music. You know, it's all good. It's all good. It's really good. Well, what do you think about the the situation? No regret. Okay. So I'll I'll give my two cents. (laughs) Yeah. I, I love and I hate it. Uh, yeah, same. <laughs> I hate it because I grew up listening to CDs start to finish. Right, man. Yeah, bands wrote music. They or they recorded songs and they and they put the songs one through ten, like for a reason to be listened to that way. Mm-hmm. All that same. kind of stuff. I also liked. I mean, granted, I'd hated having to wait two years to get 
new music from my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. But like when it finally came out, it was like it was like a fucking moment. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I could tell you, uh, you know, for some of my favorite artists, like the almost to the day it was released because it was just like you know, like the time of year. Like it was just I, I attached it to maybe a girl I was dating or just a a, a moment in my life. Maybe it's a, a part of my job or whatever it might have been. Like it came out like it was attached to something because it was like special, right? Now it's not like that, which I like because you also get more or more quote unquote from your favorite artist more often. Right. Mm-hmm. It's I get a new song every, you know, six weeks or whatever it might be, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Especially in this day and age where, you know, the intention span, like you said, is, is short, but you know, I just listened to the the Menzingers album that came out, I think, last Thursday, which was weird because it came out on a Thursday and not a Friday. I don't know why that happened, but um, when I started listening to it, I'm like, I feel like it's like I already, I've already heard these songs. Like, I don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah. To a degree, like there were songs obviously I didn't hear because they didn't release all of them, but right, it's still that I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it, they, they part of the, yeah, it's, it's, it's part of the it's 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 just how things are now. I get it. Like, I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I'm not gonna like you know shake my fist in the the air and you know boycott music, but it just it's just a different you know way of of doing things. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Like because you're right, and putting you do put the you know the songs in the order that you want them to be in for a specific reason. There's a through line. There's one relates to another. There's a plethora of reasons why you would do that. And I think we were talking about releasing actually in order of like front to back, not starting with what would be deemed as the strongest, you know, which could, I, you know, it's, I don't know, we're kind of in uncharted territory on our end. Um, but I think trying to keep up just promotion and like keeping content, it's, it's tough. I, I agree with you in that when, when a band would drop an album, you have this, Oh my God, I was waiting for this. I get the whole thing. Now I could really digest it front to back. Like I, I definitely dove into that too. So it's, you know, it's, it's valuable information, you know, like we, we've asked a bunch of people and we've got varied answers too. So it's, it's, it's very interesting to see how certain people think and other people think, and then you kind of take an average and you're like, is this a good idea? Like, I don't know. You know, it's cool. It's all trial and error. Well, like you say, it's content. Like in the, you know, this day and age, content is king. Like you gotta, you you know, if, if you disappear for, you know, two months, people think you've, you're just, you guys quit. Yes. Oh yeah. Least, this is probably my least favorite part of the music scene now. Yeah. I feel like yeah. everything that I listened to on my Walkman when I was a kid, like all those bands got famous because they wrote amazing fucking music. Um, there was no content. It was just I heard their music and this band is amazing. Yeah. And I saw them live and they play it live and like it's different now. I hate that like I hate that we can't just survive with just really good music. You, you yeah. know, it would have to be damn good. We'd have we we need a Facebook. I really hate that. I know. Um, Same. That's the way it is. You know, it's like the only reason why I have social media is for a band it's for the band and exactly. wild memes. Same, exactly. that's, that's thing. Same thing. Same thing. Absolutely despise it, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's the way it is. But it's like it's an ever-changing thing that you have to adapt to. Otherwise, you're just not going to be able to keep up with the yeah. with the kid in his basement that's ripping through content and putting stuff up again, thousands and mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands. Yeah, of I go listen to like you know, listen to my favorite Pink Floyd albums, and I'm like, this band, like you, you didn't need to see them ever. It's you could just listen to the album once through and be like, holy 
fuck. Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's not like that anymore. It's different. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be that old guy being like, back in my day, but like... It is that it. way. It is that way, though. It is. It's it's different. It like, you know, I try... It's not that long. No, it won't mean... I think shit changes so quickly now, but I mean, like even like since the release of the iPhone, I think of how much has changed yeah, since yeah, then, like yeah. 06 or whatever it was. Like I had the first one. Yeah, it's just insane. It's insane. Like it, I don't know how people keep up, and and I don't know how I'm gonna manage, you know, social media and phones and all that kind of shit with with having children. I'm hoping well, it blows up and it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that, dude. Yeah. You know? I'd love to not ever see these apps ever again. Yeah, not to mention, it's not healthy to be so oh, heavily not. all yeah. day, every day. It's like, if you're working a nine, you know, I'm working a nine to five with my uh, head buried in a computer for, for that long, and then I come home, and then we got to do yeah. media stuff and shoot content. Brains like, are not, yeah, brains are not designed to stare at these yeah, for this It's not time. okay. Like I always say, like put your phone down and look look around, look up. Yeah. Why do you think people go to like the woods and go hiking to yeah. try and get a, to get away from stuff? Like you yeah. get you get back into that primal state of being that your brain is years and years behind you. Supposed to be, you know, that the phone has to be so involved in that so, these days. Yeah, yeah but I mean, it, I mean, the worst the worst way to communicate is through text. Like, there's, I mean, you you use all the tone. Nothing. Yeah, there's is no, there's no cadence. There's no tone. Like you can, I can read a text from my wife at two different points in my day. It could be the same <laughs> words, and if I'm having a bad day, I read it and I'm like, "You fuck her." And if I'm having a bad day, I'm like, "Oh, sweetie, like that sounds great." Like same text. Same, yeah. Same yeah. But if yeah. I'm in a, like, if I'm in a different mindset when I read it, it's not and it's not it's not healthy. And then like, you know, the internet when you. You know, there's no repercussions for you know your actions or your words when you when you talk shit to somebody. And I mean, yeah. kids, kids, these, I, it's just, it's scary yeah. because, you know, that world exists all the time for them. And I don't, I don't even want to get into it. It's a whole different. Topic. I get it. I mean, I heard an analogy where it's like, think about the wild out of pocket stuff that you say in traffic when someone does something stupid. Would you? <laughs> If you were standing behind them in, a, in the grocery store line, not a chance. Like, what are you doing? You take your teeth knocked out. Yeah. I remember the day I deleted Facebook off my phone and my account. I remember the day. Remember Good for you. I was like, I was like, I was, I was still at my old job and I just sat there and I was like, fuck this app. And I just <laughs> my account. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, my brain cells, I can feel them like dying as I scroll through this app. And I just like hit the lead. And I remember the worst part was that it was like 30 day delay. It gives you like 30 days to like change your mind. Yeah. And wow. I was like, and I was like, no, just get rid of it. And I'm like, we can't. We gotta wait 30 days. And I was like, no, I don't want to see it. But wow. you know, it was a long time ago. But I wish Crazy. I could do that with Instagram, but we I, I kind of can't, can't. Can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can't. Instagram's not as bad. So I feel like that's just more. Like pictures yeah. and it's just really yeah. for the band, honestly. Like it's yeah. just so, but, you know, I like Instagram. It's it's, it's yeah, like, <laughs> Facebook. You can get you can fall down a rabbit hole with oh my people God, yeah. talking shit back and forth. Like I always look at stuff and it's like the amount of time these people have spent going back and forth. Oh my god, making no progress by the way, because yeah, no yeah, one yeah, yeah. no yeah. argument on Facebook is is gonna change their mind. Like it's just not gonna that go for miles. Miles. It was like, miles. like the amount of time you spent here, you could have been doing, you know, working out or anything else. Anything. Anything, anything. Yeah. anything else. Yeah. You're arguing with a stranger about nothing. 
and you're not going to change their mind. Like they're they're set. No, like it's no. just and even if you did change their mind, like what does that really do? Like great, you just changed the stranger's mind on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, buckle up because uh it is essentially election oh, year. Yeah. So yeah. I know. It's gonna be a great uh great year. Close my eyes and look away. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of looking ahead. So we're gonna look. We're looking forward to some music by the time this comes out. Hopefully, a song is released from you guys, exactly. and then we can expect more more stuff uh, throughout you know this year and then into next year. Um, you have some shows coming up. Uh, the one coming up is going to be you. It's actually tomorrow, tomorrow. Uh, but this is going to air late. So anyone watching this right now, this show already happened. And it's at be- the uh, Amityville Music Hall, but. Uh, those watching this, oh shoot, man! It's you have one on eleven seventeen. So if I put this out, hold on, it might come out like so. This may drop on the seventeenth. So tonight, Sunhaven. <laughs> tonight, if you've made it this far through the podcast, tonight, uh, Sunhaven will be uh, playing a show. Talk about that real quick. Yeah, you know, we just um, we were we were actually supposed to be on a show on the 16th, and then um, something happened with that. So I was like, we gotta we gotta hop on another show. We gotta we gotta replace the one that we lost. So now jumped on that. My buddy, you know, one of our buddies reached out and uh, was like, hey, want to jump on the show? Sure. So it was just that quick, you know. So we're gonna be playing over at Shakers uh, Shakers Pub in Oakdale. Um, yeah, local show, just a mixed bill. So should be should be fun. Cool. And any promoters looking to hit you guys up to to book you guys? Uh, where can they uh, reach you at? So you can DM us on Instagram. It's Sunhaven NY, and uh, we have Sun. You can email us at our Gmail, Sunhaven NY at Gmail dot com, and we'll answer. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They will. They will answer. We sure. will answer. Yes, we will. They've answered me for the past two years. We've been back and forth. <laughs> Dude, again, thank you for hanging in there. Yeah, man. It's like Dude, we're, we're, it's. It's not even. It's not even that. I, I I didn't even look at it as like, man, these guys are fucking slow walking me here. Like maybe they don't want to hang out, but no, just <laughs> I, I get it, man. It, it's it's uh busy. You guys are recording your you know families and dude. We're we're talking. It's a Thursday night right now, October twenty sixth. It's almost ten thirty. This is probably the last thing you guys want to do right now. Oh God! Oh, we were having a good. No. What the hell else would we do? No. We were literally stoked, yeah. <laughs> dude. I got out of work today. I'm like, I will sit in traffic for this. What the hell, dude? I was hyped, bro. Yeah, got great That's weather. Sweet. How's the weather over there? Ours is like, ah, uh, it's so warm. It's yeah, it, yeah. it's gonna be almost eighty tomorrow. Holy shit! Same here. Same here. Strange. Yeah. yeah so the worst part about tomorrow, like, so, um, my kids' school, they do a lot of fundraisers and and like school events and one of them tomorrow uh again this will be past when this airs but it's like um a night out like a school night out with uh, at like a it's called roba's uh family farms or whatever and it's like a pumpkin patch and there's things for the kids to do and yada 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 and i'm like god damn it the last thing i want to do when it's 80 degrees out is go to a pumpkin patch <laughs> How are those things like dudes? They definitely like cave in 80 degree weather pumpkins. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> not good times, but uh no. like yeah, so that's my night tomorrow. 
it's gonna be fun. I I I love you know watching my kids have a good time. So it'll be they'll they'll have a blast and they'll be cold and shit like that. But well, I want to feel I want to feel fall. I want to feel yeah. You know, I want to put a hoodie on and and be comfortable. Like we're, we're doing it's gonna be it's colder. colder. Yeah, because of the, how long it's taking to get there. You know, yeah, it's gonna be real cold. Also, gonna have it's gonna be eighty tomorrow and then it's gonna go down to thirty. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a weekend of something, and then it's gonna be cold. You never know how to dress when you walk out of the house. I'm like, long sure. Cold in the morning, hot in the afternoon, yeah. relatively chill in the evening, and then even colder at night. It's yeah. like, what's going on? Long Island, it's yeah. Can't tell anymore. I don't know, but I'm looking forward to the new stuff. I got, I got the one song. Thank you. It's very good. So, thank you. It's no night swim. Yeah. Which one? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a trend. Oh, trial okay. You yeah, can't beat Night Swim. You can't do it's it. The, it's just the intro song. Yeah, right? that's that's you know. Yeah, it's just a, it's so a quick one to get you a quick taste. You know. Man, I, I don't know what it is about that song. I just ah. That's why we. That's what we thought. Is that like <laughs> your? Is that your favorite too? I mean, that's why we, we knew it was I, the big. Goal. I think we all <laughs> knew when we like had all ten, ten of them. Ten. Yeah, I think yeah. We, when we finished all of them. Um, I think it was pretty obvious, like the most, uh, I don't know if like emotional is the word, but like the most driving ones was that one. And then transcendence in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. We were like the most emotional song. One of my favorites. And we spent like the least amount of time on that song. Yeah. Nights when ripped together and like, well, um, yeah. Transcendence was like a couple bottles of wine. I mean, a few that's, hours. that's when you know though, that's when it happens. It's like, well, yeah. yeah. just... and that was probably like the only song we wrote, at least on that album that we wrote all of us together at once. Usually it comes guitars first, and then everything's after that. And yeah. we kind of just all got together and just wrote that. That's yeah, that was actually the day that I found out. out my company was in lockdown, and they were oh like, yeah, oh yeah, we're COVID. when COVID first started. Like, yeah, someone had COVID, so uh, we're, we're not going to go to work oh, yeah. anymore. And I was just in the room with them for like seven hours. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, like it was, <laughs> yeah, no. It was brand new. I wrote that song in like four hours. Uh, when I got sweet. a bottle of wine. From yeah. wherever that, where was the place you used to, what was the show? Bottle Bottle Shout out. Yeah, nice one we wrote uh, in, in that basement in about a half hour. Yeah. I mean, I, I just started playing that intro, those chords. intro chords. And I'm like, I need to sound, I need to sound like water. And I was like, yeah. I got it. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just so good. One, I mean, one thing I noticed and. <clears throat> I I just wrote down what I thought immediately. I didn't really think too much about it, but the the new song uh versus songs from the other album. Uh I said and I wrote it down. It, it's it sounds thicker. And that probably doesn't make any sense. Maybe no, it maybe does. It's, no, maybe it does. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Maybe fuller sounds better. I don't know. Like but like it sounds like it's more like like, that um, like mature. <laughs> Is that the word? Like to me it sounds like more mature. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's. I don't know what it is. Like, it just like that thicker, for whatever reason, came out of my head initially. Like, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. And it does, though. I think it could be. It does, but I think it could be the tone, like part of the guitar tones that we use. We we took a approach. The bass tone is is different, and the bass um, is a huge change. Yeah, the bass sounds amazing. And we layered up a lot. 
Yeah. So, yeah. No, I mean, I'm not saying like your playing has ever not been. I mean, like the way the, yeah, the no, quality I, of the yeah. recording of the bass I love is as my favorite it's ever been. But there, there are a lot of layers, like you know, going through like the backtracks and everything. Like we just finished setting up the backtrack files for the shows and stuff, and there are a lot of layers in there. Yeah. Like I, looking back on it, I'm like I did not realize how many layers that were in there until you take. It's like you don't realize how much stuff you have until you have to move. It's yeah. like kind of yeah. Can people expect anything different from this album uh, from the previous one? So the previous yeah. one, yeah. yeah, I think so. That like was, this, the previous one was more like that was our first foray, yeah, into this genre. Yeah. So I think we were like um, not hesitant, but I think we were. Uh, I don't think we pushed the but too many buttons. I think we just, okay. I think we just played rock. Like we just yeah. played rock. We just let out whatever yeah. whatever came. We played rock and it came. And I think the one, this one. We like there was a bigger focus on like not heading back towards like the technicality of metal, but just like a little more thoughtfulness, a little more creativity in like the music part yeah, of it in terms of the instruments um, and the instrumentation. So I would say it's probably just the same as what we wrote, but maybe a little bit more instrumental, in instrumentally involved. Okay. Okay. Hit them with and, the lyrics, and then for like the lyric content, like I I saw the the beginning of this project as like a three part thing where it's like you have slow dance as the i'm going through these situations trying to figure out why things aren't working like and then by the end of it you're like i need to reevaluate where my position is in life and like how i fit into the world around me and then by the second album it's full-on like like therapy type stuff where you're going in and like addressing your anxiety addressing your the problems that you have head on and you're like no some of these it's like this is my way of thinking is the problem and i need to get over certain things or i need to face certain things so a lot of it is just delving into your your inner thoughts and like your what's the word for your core beliefs of like part, one, these was, part one was admitting yeah problem part, well part, part one was, was part one was finding that you kind of had a, a problem and then by the end of it you're reevaluating and it. yeah and now the second one is like i'm trying to get hands-on let's get to work i'll fix some things that are going on and um you know try and live a better life and ultimately by the third record like we, we've already started planning for that it's going to be what are the lessons that you've learned from this second album in what you've learned about yourself and apply them to your life to make things better so it's i, I like to think that it's a little little arc you know, type of thing i love that so thanks man i'm looking forward to all of it i'm looking forward and i'm looking forward to uh checking out that song um <clears throat> i already forgot above and below now that i know some some backstory to that song yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to like revisiting that again. Um, and I'm serious about getting you guys into town here in the Scranton Books area. I yeah, think we're yeah. coming, we we'll coming on down. We'll go right through the Poconos and we'll be right there. You're not, you're not far. It's not, it's not a far yeah. drive. It's, it's in Scranton, so it's probably what? Much farther. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <I'm> much farther. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm so happy we got to do this. Um, it's been two years in the making. Oh, yeah, I'm looking man. forward to the new music. Sunhaven is the band. Check them out on all social media platforms. Check them out uh, streaming everywhere. Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. Check out the video for Night Swim. Uh, the other videos for Fox. Um, yeah, I mean, it's all so good. And, I, I, and I, I'm, I'm pumped to see uh, or hear what, uh, what's next. So. Dude, thank, thank you, you thank you so much for having us on again like i said sticking with us hanging out like it's been great meeting you 
and we really appreciate the opportunity to do this again. I would love to to chat and keep in touch, man. For sure. Obviously, I follow you guys, um, and let's get you into town. We'll uh, have a beer together. We'll give real real life hugs. Real life hugs. Yo, yeah. I'm looking at the can behind you. You still get you still get those made. So, I mean, it was sold out, like I said, in two days last year. Um, he They did make a, a, uh, a second batch this year. Uh, they put it on. He, he didn't want to make a big deal about it. Like, I was hoping we would make this like a yearly, like an annual, like, beer release. Like, not this one per se. Maybe, like, we do a different style every year. I like uh, porters, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I mean, so he did it again. But, like, he's like, I don't want to make a big deal about it. I'm like, well, that's fine. I'll and make a big deal he put it back on tap and like nothing like it kind of fizzled out like nothing like like no one's like rushing to i mean again i was i've been involved with media forever so like i had newspaper coverage i had tv coverage i had radio coverage like i had everything um and not that i wanted to do that again really but like i like to make things a big deal especially when you're like donating to a cause like you know it's let's let's raise some money let's i, I want to do everything we can to to get exposure, raise money so we can, you know, we can help people out. <laughs> so he, he did it. <clears throat> he put it on tap and then he, he um there's still a keg ready to, to get back on tap, which will happen, I think, the next month. But um so yeah, it'll be available again. It's just not not canned because it costs a lot of money for the labels and the cans and blah blah. And um so long story short, I don't have the beer the beer available, but we'll have beers together. We'll get real life hugs. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll, we'll talk about our dreams. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna leave you. Dude, you gotta show me the you gotta show me the real homes, man. Maybe I had a dream about <laughs> 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 oh, All right, guys, it's been truly my pleasure. Uh and I can't wait to to again uh, hear the new music. And hopefully see you guys in, in person real soon. Oh yeah. Of course, man. Looking man. forward to meeting you in person. Yeah. Thank All you, right, Dan. guys. Thanks so Thanks. much. Thanks. Catch you later. Have a we'll good night. You. Later. Later.